transfer portal is going to have a huge impact on Miami. Let's talk about it with a man who's forgotten more about Hurricanes football than most of us will learn in a lifetime. I am your host, Alex Dono, University of Miami alum, South Florida sports radio vet, longtime pre- and post-game hosts on the Miami Hurricanes radio network. And thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first Miami Hurricanes listen of the day. We are available free wherever you get your pods. We are going to bring in a true legend in South Florida sports journalism. This guy, as I mentioned, he has forgotten more about University of Miami football than most of us will ever know in a lifetime. He is a true historian, and he does a great job covering high school sports in South Florida as well. Our boy Blue, Larry Bluestein. Blue, how are you? Well, glad to be back with you. I can tell you that right now. It's uh, been been a, a while. I miss you. And, um, yep, I'm back. Uh Getting into the full swing of things, going to some camps, uh, got the radio show going. So, yep, I'm, I'm doing well. And thank you very much for all your support. You've been just amazing through this whole thing. Thank you so much, Blue. And it's it's so great to see you uh, up and running around the community again. And as I know, I know you missed all the coverage while you were laid up and sick. And, hey, I mean, a lot of the excitement, Blue, uh, was happening while you were laid up in a hospital bed Mario Cristobal putting his staff together, all the recruiting going on. I know you were up and running again by the spring game a couple of weeks ago. So let me ask you to set the record straight because you're you're better at predictions than I am and a lot of our, our listeners out there. We did go to the people last week to predict where Miami is going to finish in the ACC this year. Blue, is it time to win the Coastal again? Is it time to win the ACC finally? How well do you think Miami's going to do this year? Well, you know what? Every day things change with this program. They add players, uh, kids get more confidence. Um, so, you know what? I mean, you, you go in thinking that Pittsburgh and North Carolina have worked extremely hard over the last couple of years to put themselves in a position. Uh, everybody in the conference, Virginia Tech, Georgia Tech is really uh, uh, Jeff Collins has done an awesome job. I think Miami's right in contention. Uh, you know, balls got to bounce their way. Uh, depth is going to be a problem there right now, you know, as, as I got a chance to go to the spring game uh, and watch and, and, and see, you know, what they have, obviously they weren't showing a whole lot, but they showed enough uh, to know that, you know, they're going to be thin at different positions. And I know a lot of kids were out. I mean, safety is going to be really, really strong for them. Kitchens was out because of an injury. Uh, yeah, I I really think that they're in contention, Alex. Uh, I think that the you know especially the way the ACC set up. Uh, you you remember when Miami beat Virginia and Pittsburgh back to back years, and both of those teams won the won the coastal. So it's anybody's game. Uh, you know we know that uh, down the line, and I know people are are you know want two years from now to happen quick, but it's a process. I mean, uh, you know while. You look at Mario Cristobal as a great coach, and he is. He's not a magician, and he's not going to be able to come in and remedy things and turn this thing into a national championship in the first year. But I think you're going to see huge strides. We've already seen them, and, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I think they're going to be in contention for it. Yeah, and I know that one of the ways that Cristobal is trying to fix or at least put some duct tape on certain positions quickly is to go get experienced guys from the transfer portal. 
And let's talk about a couple of the most recent additions that Miami has made on the defensive side of the football. Let's start at linebacker with Caleb Johnson. Uh, The past few years, a lot of UCLA players seem to step into that portal. They find their way in Miami. It's already happened in this period with Mitchell Agude arriving a few months ago. Jalen Phillips, of course, a few years ago had great success coming from UCLA to Miami in the portal. And now linebacker Caleb Johnson within the last couple of days has found himself uh, in Miami in the portal. And it comes at a great position of need, Blue, because linebacker certainly doesn't have the type of depth that other positions have. So what kind of an impact do you think Caleb Johnson can have on that linebacking court? Well, he has an opportunity to step in and you know, earn, a, earn a stock spot immediately. I mean, there's no doubt about it. It's a, it's a position of need. Uh, but at the same time, he's not going to be given anything. And this is a guy who's, you know, he, he's always around the ball, tackling machine. Um, I watched him last year in a couple of games. And then I, when Miami, um, Miami got him, I went back and looked at some of his tape and aggressive style of play. Um, not a guy who's going to play outside, you know, uh, of what he's capable. He's going to play in the system, which Miami needs. They don't need a guy that's going to, you know, all of a sudden freelance and try to, you know, put the entire burden on his shoulders. He's a guy who's very versatile in the fact that he's a good tackler, uh, uh, which Miami really, really needs. Uh, that's been a sore spot. You and I have talked about that. Um, you know, so many times he has an ability, his quickness, his athletic uh, ability. I think he had two or three picks last year. Um, also, we'll get to the, uh, you know, if needed to come in on a pass rush because he's quick. Um, he's hard to block. Um, you know, he's uh, he's like a DN in that nature because he's got those arms and his strong arms, good push. And uh, yeah, and he's uh, like I said, when he gets the uh, the uh, the whether it be the quarterback or the ball carrier, he's going to make the tackle because uh, that's he's he's a prototype guy like that, and uh, I'm excited to see him uh, because I think that, like I said, that's a position that Miami really needs, and uh, they need a leader there. I think he has an opportunity, especially with the, his experience at the collegiate level, playing a in the past. 12 to, to be that leader and to be that playmaker and uh, Miami certainly knows, knows that and you know having Mitchell there a guy that he's custom, accustomed to um, you know it's always nice to look over and see a guy that you played with last year you may be in different uniforms but the objective is the same you know and another uh, big time addition in the transfer portal that Miami made just a couple of days before Caleb Johnson arrived the Hurricanes landed Akeem Mesador, defensive lineman from West Virginia. Um, you know, much like uh, Caleb was the second UCLA guy, Mesador was the second West Virginia guy. Daryl Porter had already come over. Yeah. And Blue, I, I love everything, and you can go even more in depth on this player, but I love everything about this Mesador transfer. Uh, first of all, he's got the versatility. He can play in the interior, and he can be a pass rusher. I think he's better as a pass rusher. What do you think about Akeem Mesador? Because I look at this as a guy who can make – an instant impact on Miami's D. Well, when he was being recruited back in 2019, I had the opportunity to watch him at uh, several camps. Uh, Even though he's from Ontario, from Ottawa, uh, he went to school at Clearwater Academy International, uh, a really good program that is loaded with Canadian players. 
Um, had an opportunity to watch him as a linebacker. He played outside linebacker, as you mentioned. Uh, that's what he suited for. Uh, when I saw him, he was 6'1", about 185, 190. Now he's gone up to around 6'3", close to about 255. Um, quick off the edge, uh, really strong, long arms. Um, he's got an attitude about him that he wants to play this game at a high level. That's what uh, gravitated him to this program with the coaching the way it is. I think he's a winner. Um, and like I said, you know, when you had, when I had an opportunity to watch him as a high school senior, and uh, I remember West Virginia coming in and, and Wisconsin and Ohio State and schools like that, looking at him and, you know, projecting him. Uh, a lot of them looked at him as an outside linebacker at the next level. They didn't see the, you know, obviously you don't know what kind of growth spurt these kids are going to have from 18 to 20 years old, but he's had a favorable one. And going up two inches is a big deal, especially at the collegiate level, especially when you're playing at a high level like Miami is. Uh, you need a guy with height and you need a guy with, with the range. And I definitely think that Akeem fits fits all and checks all those boxes and, uh, and has experience. Remember, it's a big deal deal people don't realize you come in as a high school freshman and uh, you're a newbie to everything from you know from eating and taking care of yourself because a lot of these kids haven't been on their own well he's bypassed that so he's got an opportunity already have had some years under his belt at the collegiate level more confident kid gets it done in the classroom and uh yep he's ready made and uh, certainly when you get kids like he and johnson to come in um, it makes a difference. It really makes a difference because these aren't just the young kids that are, you know, looking for direction. They already have the direction. Now, what about Jacob Lichtenstein? I, I know you covered this player. He's yes. a South Floridian. Yeah. He, he went out west to USC. He comes home to Miami in the portal. He's versatile as well, Blue, on that defensive line, can play in the interior or on the exterior. He had a really good spring game. I thought he was one of the standout players in the spring game, and this is another experienced player. Uh, how do you see his role on the D-line this coming year? Well, uh, he's another kid that I had an opportunity to watch uh, several times in Cypress Bay in Weston, um, a rangy kid that left here. And I thought, you know, he was really good. I, I thought he needed some work. I needed I thought he needed some refining. Um, well, he got that. He got bigger. He got stronger. He's he's always been athletic. So that's never been a problem. So you combine all those with the confidence level that he has now being a big, strong and quick guy. Uh, yeah, I think he's a, I think he's a potential eight to nine sack type of guy because he's maybe even more uh, because of Miami's scheme and because of the need up front. Um, he, he may not get double teamed now. You know, I thought, well, you know, they're going to look at the spring game and they go, you know, you look at a kid like him and you go, well, we can lock him down by just putting, you know, a guy inside and outside on him and he won't be able to do damage. But now Miami's getting more pieces to the puzzle and you won't be able to do it. So it gives him a chance to freelance a little bit more. And he's really quick off the edge. Like I said, you saw it in the spring game. I had an opportunity to watch him and I focused in on him a couple of plays. And he was really virtually unblockable at times because of the fact that he's so quick off the ball and he's got that long, the long wingspan. And yeah, he's going to be an asset. And especially, like I said, 
if the offenses don't have to concentrate on him solely and they have other players to worry about, which Miami has on defense now, and as we, we talk about Johnson and, and some of the other pieces that they're putting together, I think he's he's got a potential to be a high-sack guy and maybe an all-ACC type of player. Well said. We are joined here by legendary South Florida journalist Larry Bluestein, host of the South Florida High School Sports Show on Odyssey. Uh, I want to ask Blue when we come back, just the differences he sees uh, recruiting-wise in the strategies from Mario Cristobal and his staff to the staffs we've had in recent memory at the U. But guys, I want to talk about Athletic Greens. I've been on my own journey, my own health and fitness renaissance over the last several months. AG1 has been a big part of that. I wanted to find something that's more than just a multivitamin. I used to take those pills every morning. And honestly, guys, I wasn't really sure if it was helping. I didn't know if I was actually absorbing those vitamins. AG1, I know I'm getting that quality nutrition. I'm getting that energy. I'm getting those anti-aging effects that I'm starting to need now that I'm pushing 40. And also AG1 tastes good, guys. Uh, Our next partner is a product you guys should be using every day like I am. If you want better gut health, more energy, optimized immune system, you hated taking all those pills and vitamins. If you want a supplement that actually tastes great, guys, I actually look forward to taking AG1 every morning. You just mix it in a cup of water. It has kind of a mild tropical taste that I really, really enjoy. Just with one scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. That's pretty much all the things, guys. Uh, I take it every morning. I'm not a big breakfast eater. I usually do intermittent fasting, so I look forward to taking my AG1, and I really feel the benefit, guys, with my energy and my digestion throughout the day. Uh, I sent some to family and friends. I got my father taking AG1. He loves it as well. It's easy to take with you when you travel as well, my friends. So right now, it is time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash college. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash college to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you, folks, again for making Locked On Canes your first Miami Hurricanes listen each and every day. And we are talking to a member of the media who's been covering this team for so long, Larry Bluestein. Blue, what year did you start covering Miami football? Um, 70, 71. Uh, I've been watching them since the era early 60s and uh you know i was i go back through a lot of the programs and the media guides that i have and look at this program throughout the years uh you know because i i always laugh when people say well this guy's the best ever when they've only watched through the 80s and the 90s up into the current but back in the 60s and the 70s miami's had had some kids uh you know the george myers and the ted hendricks who i still regard and i know People don't understand, but I still regard as he, he and Giamato were probably two of the best uh, football players that ever wore this uniform. And that's saying a lot because you look at the, the studs that they have in the Hall of Fame and, you know, from Edge going in a few years ago to, to Frank Gore going in in a couple of years to, to outstanding players, you know, like Sean Taylor and, and, and Warren Sapp and Jerome Brown and such. 
But um, yeah, it was fun. Uh, we didn't, you know, the, the attendances back in the 60s and the 70s weren't really great. I think that uh, that's another thing. I think that we're going to see a lot better uh, this coming year. I think there's so much anticipation. And even against a Bethune-Cookman or a Southern Mississippi, I think you're going to see 55 to 60,000 because Miami's becoming the show. You know, it's not the other team that they're playing that's going to be the show. Miami's the show. Yeah, that's well said. And you recover, you cover uh, recruiting each and every day. Uh, and, you know, you, you go back to you probably even who, who was the first coach you covered? You probably predate Lou Saban. Like you, you've gone through from that. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Charlie so you, Tate. I remember Charlie wow. Tate. And, you know, when I was uh, when I first started in the industry, I was 15 years old. So I got an opportunity. Uh, the late, great Sonny Hirsch used to send me to the Orange Bowl. My mom used to take me to the games and I, you know, would go uh, into the press box at 16 years old and go on the uh, go into the interviews. And it was uh, and I remember I remember Frank Kersey and the entire deal. So things have changed. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it's but I think they've changed for the better. Miami's keeping up with the Joneses now with yeah. top notch facilities and this coaching staff. I could tell you right now is uh, as good as that I can remember it in a long time. And something that sticks out to me was, you know, back in December when Mario Cristobal had his introductory news conference, uh, as soon as he was done, you know, on the podium in Coral Gables, he's immediately out at the local high schools wearing the same suit that he was introduced with. <laughs> and he was out there recruiting. He's put together a star-studded staff. So, Blue, I mean, how is, is recruiting already looking different from the last several staffs? What are you seeing out of this group? Well, you made a great point because it wasn't 20 minutes after his introductory press conference, he was standing on the field over at Miami Central, which is not a bad place to be. Um, and then certainly last night, uh, we had the young kid, Bain, who's one of the top prospects and, and maybe a Miami lean right now as a defensive lineman. And he, he alluded to the same thing, uh, how recruiting has changed you know with this cycle and, and with this coaching staff and when you go out and get coordinators like josh gaddis who's been there and done that you know at a high level at michigan and kevin Steele, who's been around for decades uh, i remember kevin when he was a position coach and, and then you surround yourself with with just really good guys like charlie strong former head coach frank ponce who i you know i've been singing frank's Prices since I watched him as a high school quarterback at Miami High. Uh, Alex Mirabal, uh, you know, everyone looks at him. We go, well, that guy's short. He's small. What does he know? He knows everything. I mean, he's a he's somebody who's going to really elevate this offensive line. And then you bring in hometown guys like Kevin Smith, who started South Ridge and is a tremendous uh, uh, a tremendous guy. You know, I mean, and then Mario brought people who of his, of his comfort, comfort zone with Aaron Feld as the strength and conditioning coach, which I think is so essential in a in a tremendous program. And uh, Joe Salave, who I think uh, is is not only a uh, one of the guys, and the kids relate to him so much, but uh, knows a lot about defensive lines. So I think there has to be a lot said. We haven't really seen them go off and recruit we are now because it's you know it's underway for the spring for the kids but we saw them on the campus and that was a thing when you hire a 
Roland Smith to take care of the, you know, on-campus recruiting and getting these uh, kids into campus. And you have a Demarcus Van Dyke and you have a, a, a Cooney. Uh, you have really strong guys on campus, which are very important. Now that you've gotten the kids on campus and they get to see the facilities and they watch Mario at work and they watch, you know, guys like Stephen Field and uh, and uh, Jamila die and you watch them do their thing. Now they come out and we'll be able to see them at practices, the spring games, the spring scrimmages. And now they get an opportunity to showcase, you know, what they do as, as far as recruiting. So I'm excited. I think they have really good recruiters. Uh, guys that'll come out and, you know, I mean, there was a time where you would go to some of these spring practices and every shirt but Miami would be there. Well, yeah. you're not going to find that now because Mario Cristobal know, knows the magic. He's surrounded himself with guys who have a passion to get out there and sell the program. And I think uh, from a recruiting standpoint, it's already elevated, not to take any shots at the last administration, but, you know, or the previous one before that. But this is all business now. This isn't just winning friends. Uh, you know, this is you're bringing in, bringing in a coach who has the passion, but at the same time, in time has surrounded himself with people who are like-minded and uh I, I, and you could see it you could see the recruiting uh you know i mean and i said this last night when you when you get a kid like urban bain i mean he, you know when miami recruited leonard taylor that was all they only recruited him but if you're ohio state or alabama or teams like oklahoma you're getting three and four of those kids every year and that's what miami needs to get to and i think they're well on their way to do that Larry Bluestein is with us, and Blue, everyone wants to know how you're doing. Uh, you know, Blue, for those who don't know, was laid up for, for well over a, a month in a hospital bed, double pneumonia, complications from COVID, and he, he fought, as I knew you would, Blue. I had no doubt you were going to fight and be back better than ever. I know it was difficult for you, you know, uh, and, and for your family, certainly, and all your friends out there to be laid up and and to be in such rough shape for a while. But uh, I, I hear you every Monday night on your show on uh, on 560 WQAM in Miami, and I'm, I'm blessed to be able to to converse with you every now and again. So let people know how you're doing. How's your recovery going? It's good. It's been slow. I still, unfortunately, can't taste food, which oh which, is cra- which is crazy. Which is crazy. You know, I mean, and, and, you know, there, I mean, I lost 37 pounds, but I'm, I found this thing called Nutella and I'm eating the heck. <laughs> I'm eating the heck. It's the only thing that really I could taste. I could taste chocolate. So, but I, you know, I, it's been good. It's been real frustrating for me, Alex. You know, I've never been debilitated for any uh, period of time, but through the entire process, through the entire rehab. And I just want to let everybody know, thank you very much for your support. It just meant so much. But at the same time, people kept taking shots and they said, well, he didn't get vaccinated. And that's why that's wrong. I got vaccinated three times because uh, if you guys remember uh, eight years ago, coming up on nine years, I had a kidney transplant. So my my uh, immune system was compromised. So I had to take all the, the vaccines to protect myself. I don't know where I got either of the because I'm always masked up. I'm always careful. But that just shows you. Uh, but I you're right. I fought when I was in rehab. You got to remember, I was on my back and intubated for almost 10 days. So I, I didn't move a muscle. I didn't get out of bed. So I had to learn how to walk again. I had to learn how to shower again. And through that whole thing, the one thing that these people were telling me in the rehab, they go, 
you're like so hard on yourself. I said, I want to get back. I want to get back to the football field. I want to get back to doing what I love to do. And you can't do it just sitting on your back. And I've worked extremely hard. The support of you and so many people have, have kind of brought me back. I didn't rush things. You know, everyone goes, well, Larry, you know how he is. He's not going to, but I did. I took my time uh, and everything. Thank goodness is starting to come back everything, but the taste, which is crazy. Cause I'll make some really good food. And I, you know, I say to my wife, wow, I can't even taste it, but uh, yeah, I'm coming back. Uh, and I've worked really hard to do it because, you know, I mean, when you're 25 or 30 and not in your early, you know, your sixties, it's a different, it's a different story, you know, cause you could, you have more stamina, but uh, that that's what made this, uh, uh, you know, a journey. It's a continuing journey. And, um, but I do want to let people know that, you know, cause I saw a lot of posts where, well, if he got his vaccines, this might not have happened. Well, I was fully vaccinated. Yeah. And I, I, I was, I was trying to tell people that as well on your behalf, even when you were laid up, cause I, I knew you were vaccinated and it, 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 especially just the fact that people were like trying to make a judgment about another human being who was sick because right. of something they, it, was, it was, it was ridiculous blues. So I'm, yeah, it was, I'm but... you know, I'm, I'm so glad you're, I'm so glad you're doing better and, and God bless you and, and your family. Thank you, Alex. And I know, I know your wife of course went through a lot while you were sick. So she, I know she was a real rock for you. So God bless you both, Blue. And thank you so much for taking some time. Anytime, Alex. You know that. I appreciate, you know, you and you and I have worked together uh, quite a bit. I miss that, uh, our interaction. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll come back on again. Darn right you will. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk about a University of Miami true freshman that's starting to get some national recognition. Guys, thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen every day. Big announcement for the first time ever. Locked On is hosting live coverage of the 22 NFL Draft from our studios in Dallas with pick-by-pick analysis from our local team experts and draft gurus. Tune in all three days as our draft team guides you through every pick and every trade in real time. It all starts this Thursday, April 28th, 7 p.m., available on Locked On NFL on YouTube and on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. You can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the Major League Baseball season, which kicked off a couple of weeks ago. And guys, looking at this, for our Miami faithful out there, if you want to take a shot at Tyler Van Dyke for the Heisman Trophy, it's getting 33-1 to odds. Just saying. I see some value there at TVD at 33 to 1 odds. CJ Stroud is the odds on favorite at 3 to 1 odds. You can get Tyler Van Dyke at Bet Online at 33 to 1 odds. So I'm going to be I'm going to be on the lookout for that. And guys, I love Bet Online. I'm on there every single day. Uh, the info, the analytics, the trends, this gives you the edge you need, guys. It's your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting, which is a game changer, to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online, where the game starts. Don't forget, tomorrow's episode is going to be stacked with information. We are having on sports attorney Dan Lust, who's going to explain to us the ins and outs of name, image, and likeness. And I'm going to ask him straight up if he thinks Miami is taking it too far and if he thinks the Canes might get burned. 
I don't know how he's going to answer that question. You guys know my feelings on it. I think Miami is doing everything in their power to play within the rules and get an advantage over other schools out there. We're going to see how Dan feels about it. He is an attorney. He's going to join us tomorrow. Meanwhile, uh, I like this a lot. This was a, a piece written by Matt Howe of 24-7 Sports. His excitement on Miami defensive end, true freshman, early enrollee, Cyrus Moss. This is a player we're bullish on. We had an episode with a whole segment devoted to Cyrus Moss as a standout player last week. He's still got to put a lot of his weight, a lot of weight on his frame. He's 6'5, only about 215. So once Coach Field, or sorry, Coach Feld gets ahead of gets a hold of him in the weight room, I know he's going to put on quality size. Uh, but this is what uh, Mr. Howe wrote about Cyrus Moss. Although the Hurricanes did not land any five-star recruits in this year's cycle, they did sign. 10 four-star recruits, most in the ACC. Edge rusher Cyrus Moss out of Las Vegas, uh, Bishop Gorman, is their highest-ranked signee, checking in at number 69 nationally and number 8 among defensive ends. 24-7 Sports Mountain Region recruiting analyst Blair Angulo projects Moss as a first-round NFL draft pick and gave him a pro comparison to Jaguars defensive end Arden Key. So how about that? Um... I'm just worried about Cyrus Moss getting a few sacks as a collegian. I'm not thinking about how he's going to project as a draftable player in three years. Let's not get too ahead of ourselves, but that's pretty cool to get that sort of national recognition. So they are taking notice. Cyrus Moss, Miami's highest ranked, highest touted recruit. This guy is going to have, I believe, despite being still a little small for a defensive end, I think he's going to have an immediate impact as a true freshman. So make sure to tell your friends to subscribe to Locked on Canes. We're growing every single day. Follow us on Twitter at Locked on Canes is our Twitter handle. If you follow us, we will follow you back. That is a promise. We love to build that community with you guys out there. So make sure you follow us at Locked on Canes. And thank you for making us your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked on NFL Draft. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts.